Welcome to the Be a Light in the Darkness podcast, where the whole universe is standing on tiptoe, waiting for the revelation of the sons and daughters of God. And you are one of them. So let's have a conversation today about something very deep and yet very light. It's something that we do in almost every moment, and we're in the process of doing even now, taking a breath. This is something you really have on your heart to talk about, right? It is something that I have on my heart because it's something that's extremely intimate, yet it's something that people don't pay attention to hardly at all. They just take it for granted because our bodies pretty much breathe automatically because if they stopped, we would cease to exist shortly thereafter. But there's much more to breath than we have been led to believe. And scripture talks about breath a lot but you don't hear about it in Christianity hardly at all. In fact, they just kind of skirt around what the breath really is. And I think it needs to be explored much more deeply. If you have any experience, if you've ever taken a breath workshop or maybe a yoga class, you almost always work with your breath. And in psychology, they tell you to take deep breaths to calm yourself down. And why do they tell you to do that? What is happening when you do that? What is the connection between the breath, the spirit, the wind? Is there a connection? How, as human beings, should we be relating to the breath and experiencing it more in our lives? I kind of have a question before we dive into this a little bit more in terms of the breath, and it sounds like spirit for you. What do you feel like has led you to exploring this aspect? For me, it started when I uh, started studying breath work and took some breath work classes and took yoga classes. And the breath is always emphasized in those classes, deepening and lengthening the breath, taking different types of breaths, different breaths for different situations, like there's cooling breath, there's heating breath, there's breath that help you to keep count of things. And there are times when you want to time your breath for how long you inhale, how long you exhale, how long you hold your breath in between inhaling, exhaling, and pausing before you inhale again. That makes me think of giving birth and the types of breaths to take to help facilitate the birth of the child. Absolutely, there's a connection there too to the breath work that is done through birthing classes. They teach women how to work with their breath for giving birth. And it's something that everybody should learn how to do. But again, especially in Western Christianity, it is almost 99.9% ignored. In Orthodox and Eastern Christianity, they do have breath prayers. In the Jewish tradition, they use breath prayers. And I'm beginning to see it more in Western Christianity. People are starting to talk about it. But there's still a hesitancy to it. People are unfamiliar with it, and they think that it's in some ways inappropriate for Christians. Some believers do. And I I find that very disheartening because they don't understand how intimately the breath connects them with God. So in your exploration and experiences, what has connecting in deeper with the breath opened up for you? For me, the breath is the very connection we have with God. It says in Scripture that all life would cease to exist if God took his breath away. It also says in Job, the spirit in man is the breath of the Almighty. 
And it's that breath that makes us have understanding. That's Job chapter 32, verse 8, for you Bible junkies who want to look it up. So you're saying that breath is basically the breath of life, of spirit, of God that's breathed into us. So it's God's spirit, in other words? It's more than just, well, God is spirit. So it's God, in essence. God took a physical form, and we call him Jesus or Yeshua or Isis or Issa, depending on where you're from and what language you speak. But in essence, God is just spirit. That's why when it says that the spirit in man is his breath, literally, God inside of us is the breath. It's the most intimate thing that we can do to connect us to God. What happens when we take our last breath, and how does that affect our connection with God? Our last breath is released into the spirit land, into the spirit realm. They've actually recorded it in Carillion for photography, it leaving the body. What working with your breath does through, say, something like Yahweh breathing, and this is something that everybody can do at any moment, because you are actually already doing it, you just don't pay attention to it and you don't realize it, is that with each inhale, you make the noise or the sound of yaw, and on each exhale, you make the sound or noise way. And this is why the Jews say that every breath is a prayer, because this says, call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. So literally with every breath, if you recognize this and are cognizant of it, you're calling upon the name of the Lord. You're inhaling the name of God, with every breath. This is why it says that God is inside of us. He literally is intimately inside of us. It says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, that there is one who walks closer than a brother with us. That's God. So if we're looking at the breath uh, as it relates to God, then the way I see it is that it's spirit being almost imparted to us. It's what gives us a physical life. It's what keeps us going. But then it's also a very material, physical thing as well in the natural world, in our very bodies that sustains us. And so God is spirit, but God is also a part of the very mechanism and flow that keeps us living. It connects you directly to God. This is why it says you can't go anywhere to escape God in Scripture also. Because if you go somewhere to escape God, there won't be any breath. You'll die. It sounds like you're really equating breath with the intimate aspect of the connection with God and how God is very present in the now, in every moment that we are existing and living in the world right now. Absolutely. And God is so present with us that most people can't see the forest for the trees. They don't realize they're in the middle of the forest because they're surrounded by trees. They're so intimately connected with God, they can't even comprehend it. Yeah, and it's easy to take it for granted because it is something that we just do and we don't think about. And we have to breathe in order to live, but you know, we don't think about it. No, because it's automatic. Our sympathetic nervous system takes care of it. But when you do start thinking about it and you start working with the breath and learning how to control the breath, it takes you into deeper realms of prayer and meditation than you can experience any other way that I've found. It takes you into intimacy levels with God when you start to realize in the breath as you're praying and meditating on the Yahweh breathing, and you realize how close and intimate God is with you because life is in the blood. 
Well, that life comes from the breath that you take in every moment. So it's literally God eternal flowing through your body, giving you life every second of every moment of every day. You can't get more intimate than that. This is why you take God with you everywhere you go. You are really experiencing God every moment of, of your life. And you're so connected to God. And this is why he wants you to have that relationship with him. Because when you start to acknowledge that, he'll guide you very intimately and directly to the things that you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. He'll steer you away from him. It's where you can have that relationship with the Holy Spirit as teacher. Because you can talk to God in the breath. In Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel to prophesy to the breath. To me, I understand that now a little more deeply. Is he's literally, he was telling Ezekiel to prophesy to the living God, the breath of God. That's mind-blowing that he would give Ezekiel that kind of a command, almost like he was telling Ezekiel, tell me what you want me to do. It's like uh, bring life, breath as life. Yeah. And as you're speaking, I'm thinking about breathing with God. So through every breath that we're taking, it is a kind of shared thing. So the connection that you're talking about. But God breathes through us, and we breathe through God. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to put it. I mean, what does it say in the very opening chapters of Genesis, where it says God breathed the breath of life into every living creature? He put the breath of life, and he intimately breathed it directly into man. He created us in his image and then breathed his very life force into us to animate us. Mm, Yeah. That's mind-blowing when you start to think about what that means. So I do want to touch on a bit more in a moment about the significance of all of this. So not just that we're making a connection between breath and life and God and that intimacy, but what is that intimacy really? To me, it's radical. If we step into the breath like you're talking about and understand that it is moving with God, that's actually a pretty radical shift and way of being and understanding. This is why in Psalms it says every human on this planet is a precious container of his presence because we all share the breath. We're all breathing to survive on this planet. And that makes every one of us precious containers of his presence, whether we acknowledge it or not whether we're out there committing the most heinous sins or being the most saint-like that we can be, you're still a precious container of the essence, the presence, the life force of Yahweh. Yeah, let's just take that in for a moment and take a breath. So I'd love to dig a little bit deeper into your personal experience. Obviously, this is something that it's been a discovery for you and a process, and it's something that you've really come to see and it's been revealed to you. And I know this is going to be explored through a series of different discussions, different aspects, and maybe courses. But I'd love to just know more about your personal experience of this discovery and of breath and how that connects you to God? I would say it started with doing regular breath work and uh, the yoga classes that I took when I was at the end of my Air Force career. And they had diagnosed me with arthritis in my hips. And all they wanted to do was shove pills at me to, you know, numb the pain, basically make you ignore it for a few hours until you had to take another pill. 
And I realized that I didn't want to be on pills the rest of my life. Because I know every pill you take has side effects. And then you have to take more pills for the side effects that those pills cause. So before you know it, you're on, I think the average American's on like six pills, six different pharmaceutical drugs. It's a nice cycle for sure. Yeah, it's an, it's an endless bitter cycle. And I didn't want that. And so I started looking into natural ways to heal. And I was in the base gym one day, been doing a workout, and I saw that they offered a yoga class. And I thought, oh, I'll just go check that out, see what it's like. And when I went in there, there was this older man, probably 70s, 80s, long white hair, long white beard. And he was up there with his wife, and they were teaching a yoga class. And it was not super intense, but it was intense enough that you got to work out. And at the end of that class, where they do what they call samadhi, where you just lay on your mat and kind of take in what just happened in the class, I got up and I, I felt so good. I'd never felt that good after any other type of exercise that I'd done. And it just brought a great sense of peace into my being as I was doing the breath work that they taught in the class, a simple what they call the ujjayi pranayama, which is a breath that you make where you can kind of hear it. It's almost like you're making a gentle snoring sound as you were doing the yoga workout. And from there, it just started to grow where I had to explore more holistic health, more breath work, more of what yoga had to offer for healing. And that really opened my eyes to the breath and to what it means to walk with Christ more intimate way. And what really became apparent to me was we can't enter into real stillness without doing breath work. And where it says in the scripture, be still and know that I am God, or be still and know and I'll fight your battles for you. You have to do that through breath work. So the way I see the connection between breath or breath work and stillness is the fact that you're taking time to pause to be present in that moment so that you can actually listen for and abide with God. But it takes that presence and it takes that pause. Yeah, it's not just a short pause. Meditation is what you're going to start practicing when you do this breath work. And I see it too as creating space. So the breathing and taking the time to be still and to focus in on that. To me, the breath is also like a heartbeat. It's something that flows or continually moves. And so you're tuning into that. And actually, I think all of this also comes down to tuning into our bodies, which I think a lot of times can be neglected. Very much so. Yeah, not just on a physical level, but in the sense of the spiritual world and our faith and our connection with God, we tend to kind of deny or neglect the body. But our bodies are the temples. They are the temples. And that's when you realize through breath work that really the living God is inside of you. And I think part of your initial experience with the breathing work and how you said you felt really great afterwards, well, part of that too is you are taking deeper breaths and you're getting more oxygen. Yeah, you're getting more oxygen into you. And I had that same experience with singing. I took some singing or voice lessons and the teacher was really great at connecting the physical anatomy with the voice and how important that is. And so we also did a lot of breathing work and I got so much oxygen that I was lightheaded Mm -hmm. afterwards. You you overdid it, in fact. But what I'm saying about this 
even just with the Yahweh breathing that you can do, it's a very simple exercise that you can start to work on yourself at home. You don't need any sort of guidance to do it. It helps to have somebody tutor you and, and walk you through some simple exercises to really go deeper, but you can start practicing it today. If you can look up a thing on Yahweh breathing on the internet, and we will be posting something on it on our website eventually. But what happens is when you go into these breaths and you start taking longer, slower, deeper breaths, you come into a place where you don't need to breathe anymore. You essentially stop breathing, but you don't really stop breathing. It's like your whole body begins to breathe. And I don't, I can't fully explain it. You have to experience it, but it's deep stillness. And even almost your heart comes to almost a stop. It slows way down. So how does that connect then to your experience of God, I suppose? Because God is in the stillness. You come into these places of, of deep, deep, intimate stillness, and sometimes you feel like you're completely immersed in the presence of God that you experience. Sometimes I've had these times where just my whole body is like I'm in this light that is brighter than the sun would ever be, but it doesn't hurt my eyes. It doesn't hurt my being. It's like liquid love. I don't know how else to explain it. Liquid peace, liquid joy, and Sometimes you go so deep into it, you literally don't even want to come back. I think this is why Moses had a hard time coming down the mountain. Because he was up there 40 days spending time in the presence of God like this. And when you spend that time in the presence of God, you, you don't want to come back to this realm where you always feel like you're separated from God, but you're not. This is where the breath work starts to change you and you realize you're always connected to God. And when you decide that you're going to acknowledge that and make it the most important thing in your life. You're going to offer your body up as a living sacrifice with every breath through the Yahweh breathing. God begins to use you as a tool of his love like never before. He opens doors for you. He smooths the pathway for you. For us to get here to Romania and be on this mission aspect of our lives, it wouldn't have happened had I not started taking intimate time through breath work with God. So do you feel like part of it too, in creating space for acknowledging the, the gift of life and God's spirit, even just through our physical breathing, do you feel like this is also part of surrendering? So through giving in your breath so that the very life that you're breathing in, it's also related to surrender? Absolutely. It's related to surrender in a very deep and personal way. One of the things that I use the breath work to do, the Yahweh breathing and some other deeper breath exercises that I do, is that I offer my entire energetic being up to God while I'm doing it. On my inhale, I offer everything that's in me upwards like I'm lifting my whole energy up to the throne of God. And on the exhale, I just release that energy out into the world. Like I try to release the love, the compassion, the peace. I, I just imagine it radiating out from my being. His yoke is light. Yes. And it makes you feel light. Literally, there'll be times when I've done breath work and I do the deep breathing. I feel like I'm floating. Mm -hmm. I think you've also mentioned in the past that once you started settling in, and I kind of see it as grounding as well, but focusing more on this meditation, and I see it as an abiding with God, 
but yes. meditation and breath work, that it also helped you personally in your own life and, and with how you might react to things or get less angry, things like that. It definitely does. It helps you to take the, the love and the peace and the compassion of God into your life and to lose those things that you don't want in your life, like anger, lust, pride, you know, things that we would associate with negative aspects of our being and humanity and enhances the other aspects. It makes you want to be more compassionate to humans, even though I still have my moments. Yes, definitely. I'm not saying that I've become perfect. I'm striving to be perfect as my Heavenly Father is perfect because that's what Yeshua told me to do. And the only way I can do that is to be more connected to the Spirit of God, to the breath of God that I've found. It's the breath of the Almighty that gives us understanding. Well, that's also that's what Jesus was saying. I'm going to send you another helper, the Holy Spirit, who will be your teacher. So that greater peace and the ability to be more aware and present in your daily life and in your relationships or interactions with the world and with other people, that would be one fruit of this understanding or uh, connection with God through breath? Yes, it'd definitely be one of the fruits. But there's much more to study about the breath and much more even in the Word of God about the breath. I've only begun to crack the surface of what's there. Because it's honestly not really been studied in Christianity, to my knowledge. I don't find a whole lot of people writing about it in modern Christian churches. And I even had, when you bring up breath stuff to Christians, they're like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Well, one thing I was going to say is that one distinction or something that stands out to me about how you're looking at breath and breath work is that it is actually very centered in God and in scripture, even, which we'll dive into more as we go. But more than just a physical practice, or I know a lot of people see meditation, for example, in the Eastern sense as just emptying yourself and then leaving you open to being filled with all kinds of things you don't want to be. But what... This is what anything you, but... Yeah, what you're focusing on is actually connecting deeper with God and understanding God as part of our very daily that breath. Essence, <laughs> our essence. And our essence, yeah. yeah. It's connecting with the presence of God. This is why the psalmist said, where could I go to escape your presence? And this, and just, this is where Christians are constantly like, oh, I need the presence of God. I need the, the presence of God is so intimately with you all the time. You're missing it. Right, and this is what just came to me is that the intimacy and the living God is present with us, not only in the breath, but as we're talking about the breath, definitely yeah. in the breath and in that living way. <laughs> yeah, yes, and very much so. It's all about God is now, God is in the moment, God is of the living. We are aspects of God in yeah. a very direct way. And Real. so that is where how we treat each other and ourselves, it, it really does matter. This it is, is how we're treating God. This is why Jesus said, you did it unto these, you did it to me. Right. Because he's literally inside of every single human. I go back to one of the things I learned in yoga. They like to do it in the class. They'll say the word namaste. And that word literally means the light inside of me or the presence of God inside of me acknowledges and honors the presence of God inside of you. And you're doing it not just to one you, but it's the universal you, every other human being on this planet, every other animal, every other being on this planet that has the life force of God flowing in them. You know, these 
puppies that we love, these kitties that we love, the birds that we might have as pets, they have the life force, the breath of God in them too. And I think we have totally lost sight of that as humanity, that we allow ourselves to do these experimentations on animals and harm them in ways for the science. It's very evil because you're experimenting on the life force of God. And we are creating ripple effects of just harm and everything not of God to all of us. You don't need to do that type of science. It's not real science. It's, It's butchery. Let's call it for what it is. Let's call these people out that our government, I'm a U.S. citizen, the U.S. government is funding butchery through these experiments, not only on animals, but on little human beings that they like to call fetuses or embryos that are really living human beings just because they're inside of a a belly of a woman. And yes, only women can carry babies. They allow them to kill them. It's murder. All that has ripple effects. Every sin has ripple effects and it affects every human on this planet. So back to the realization, if you see it this way, that God is within us, animates us, but we are also the essence of God. We are not just God individually, but we are part of God. Yeah, so he's very personal to us. We wouldn't exist without him. I just feel that if we really realize that and the significance of that, it would completely change how we see things and how we are in the world that we create. It should. It should. But one of the things that you don't see is you don't see this message coming from the pulpits. You don't see this message coming from really anywhere. But if you look inside of, you almost have to, even to get this type of a message, you have to look outside of what is considered modern Christianity. But this is a deeply Christian message because we're connecting with Christ, with God, through the breath in a way that just brings you to the throne room of heaven. This is why Jesus said heaven is inside of us. When you do this breath work, it takes you deep inside of yourself and you really find that place that is heaven inside of you. And when you find that place that's heaven inside of you, you want to share it with as many people as possible because it's so good and so personal and full of so much love and compassion and kindness and charity that you can't help but want to share it. That's why I'm sharing this message right here is because I've discovered something through breathwork about God that has to be shared with the world, that humanity has to wake up to this, how intimately connected they are to God. They can't escape God. These people who call themselves atheists or say there is no God, God is dead, they're just living the absolute most horrendous lie that they could ever live. And I feel sorry for them because God is connected to them whether they want to admit it or not. And it's a very sad and sorry existence to think that this is all that you're going to get. Because when you do this breath work and it takes you deep into the places, the realms, you're fundamentally changed forever. You learn to hear the voice of God when it talks about God being the sound of many waters. You you can hear that in this stillness. You Mm. hear that. Yeah, what you were saying about the sound of many waters, just kind of being in a place of stillness and listening, that really resonated. It's something that hopefully will begin to resonate with more of humanity, that as we do these podcasts and whatever other work's going to come from this, hopefully we'll be able to 
take people on retreats and work with them on connecting with God in this way, in a real way, bring couples, bring leaders of the church that need to have this connection, and just help everyone to learn to connect with God, because that's what we need to know and feel and experience the connection to God, because that's what changes us. It's like a taste of what Adam and Eve had in the garden before they decided to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were so intimately connected with God. He walked with them in the garden every day. And we can begin to have that again, I believe, through taking and making breathwork a practice in our life. Every day, every moment, every second. We can do that now. Let's pause. Take a nice, deep inhale. Breathe in, yaw. And exhale away. Be still and know that He is God. I think it's a simple way to create some space each day to be in the presence of God. God is actually within our breath and in between our every breath. It does make me uh, think of when someone is in deep pain, whether emotional or physical or in distress, you're breathing very fast and you're barely grasping onto each breath. And in those moments, if that person can just slow down and just start breathing, it actually does calm them and it creates that space for God then to come in and really work because we have to turn to God. Yeah. God is always there and always loving but us. We have to make the choice to turn right. to God. So this is a simple way that we can do that. That's the only choice we need to make. Everything else has been done for us. Jesus died on the cross. And when we accept that fact and accept him as Lord, the only choice we have to make is to choose God. But we have to choose God in every moment, every day, to choose to offer our beings up as a living sacrifice. And one of the ways you can do this in a real way is through this breath work. Yeah, and I love that it becomes a, a very direct and easy in many ways, a reminder of that. So Absolutely. I think we're going to have to follow up with more episodes on this and go deeper. But for now, I'm going to leave you guys with that. We love you so much. Whatever you're doing, make time to pause and breathe deeply and experience God through the breath. Heavenly Father, I just want to close this with a prayer of thanksgiving that you've given me an opportunity to share these thoughts, these words, this intimate connection that you've shown me and how every human can have it. I pray, Lord, that everybody that listens to this podcast would choose to begin to connect with you through the Yahweh breathing, that they would choose to learn more about it and learn more about how intimately connected they are to you through making it a daily practice in their life, Lord. Even if it's just for a couple minutes or five minutes at a time, but it'll grow into something that just flowers and blossoms, that it will bear fruit in everything else they do in life. And the practice itself is actually just being aware of what you are already doing, yes, of God's presence that is already with us. Yes, becoming more aware of you, and that's what we want. I know everybody wants to be more aware of the living God in their lives and the fact that the veil has been ripped, its curtain torn down, and we have direct access through the blood of Jesus and I just pray everyone listening to this that they would choose Christ, choose to have Christ come into their life right now, that they would confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Yeshua is Lord and begin to have that infant connection and walk with God through Yahweh breathing. In Thank Yeshua's you. 
lovely, lovely, lovely name. Mm. We pray. Amen. Amen. 